welcome to the show. I am your host, Ken Burns. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we're going to get right into it. First, the hypocrisy of the left. First of all, the headline. I mean, listen to this. Pelosi funnels $300,000 to gerrymandering after rebuking it. How hypocritical is that? Now, what does this mean? Listen to this. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat of California, lovely place, said gerrymandering efforts compromise the integrity of our democracy and then funneled $300,000 to Democrats' effort promoting it. Now, how did this occur? Uh, the Beacon cited filings from Pelosi's PAC, PAC, to the future, which is, uh, it's by the way, it's run by her husband, Paul Pelosi. Uh, the leadership PAC gave $300,000 to former Obama administration attorney general Eric Holder's National Democratic Redistricting Committee in 2019, just after she came out against partisan efforts to draw congressional districts for political gain. This year, the Democratic majority passed H.R. 1, the For the People Act, which cracks me up that it, that even comes from the left, which works to end to partisan gerrymandering by requiring all states to establish independent, nonpartisan redistricting commissions to draw open and transparent statewide district maps after each census, Pelosi said in 2019. And her quote is, We will continue to fight partisan gerrymandering, ensure every citizen's vote counts, and oppose any attempt to compromise the integrity of our democracy. And here's the kicker, and I, and I mentioned Eric Holder. Uh, Holder's NDRC was born out of former President Barack Obama's frustration with House Republicans obstructing his agenda. And Pelosi and Senator Chuck Schumer and former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe met at the Obama White House before former President Donald Trump entered office, forming the effort to draw lines in Democrats' favor. And I'll just throw in a little thing, too, is that, that George Soros's Democracy PAC has also made a six-figure donation to uh, Holder's NDRC as well. Um, no surprise there. Now, do you see all the hypocrisy just within these, these few paragraphs? It's all to end partisan, the partisan nature. That's not why they did this. It's all about getting favor in their court. This is the problem with the whole system. This is why I can't stand either side right now. Everyone is just fighting for their side, not for the American people. And they say this is for the American people. Well, let's go right into another headline and do a little comparison here. Remember, American people, there are many questions out there as to whether or not illegal immigrants should or should not get a stimulus check. Now, I understand why stimulus checks are, are being given out right now. And unfortunately, and, you know, it's not a popular thing to say, it's not good for our country. As good as it feels when somebody's given this check for that security, Eventually, it's going to catch up with us in a form of inflation. But why are we giving it to people who don't actually live here? Well, they live here, but they don't belong here because they're not actual citizens. That's a great question. Needless to say, among many of the horrible, horrific things that the Biden administration, and I said the Biden administration because I don't believe that it's Biden himself doing these things because I don't think he even knows where he is right now. But the administration is putting forth much legislation and undoing many things that the Trump administration did, such as doing away, and this is a headline, doing away with citizenship tests developed under Trump, of course. And 
here's why, according to uh, the news. Uh, the U.S. citizenship, and I'm sure this comes from the Biden administration, not just the news. Uh, the U.S. citizenship and immigration services uh, is dropping the 2020 version of the test, which critics, I wonder who these critics are, uh, alleged was too hard and reverting to the version developed in 2008. Uh, we determined, this is a quote, we determined the 2020 civics test development process, content, testing procedures, and implementation schedule may inadvertently create potential barriers to the naturalization process, the immigration agency said in a statement. Well, if you are illegal here, I don't think you should even be allowed to take the test, honestly. I mean, many people come over here on work visas, and I actually know some of those people. I've met people. And I know they did it the right way. When it was over, they had to go back. And they fought hard to get back here. Again, we have to go back to the people who are actually trying to do it the right way. Not just from, you know, Mexico or Guatemala or, uh, or, or those places, but countries around the world. I know a couple that a while ago, it took years to get a certain person's citizenship in the United States, their residency. And they got it. And they fought hard for it. And they went through the process. And they did it legally. And it was very hard. Paperwork got lost. Um, they had to do things over again. They didn't file something in time. They had to pay more money. That they didn't have, by the way. It wasn't ritzy people trying to get over here. So why are these things too hard for these people? And why are they making it so easy across the board to make sure citizenship is much easier? But the, uh, the news article goes on to say this. The action, officials said, is consistent with Biden's February 2nd executive order mandating officials review regulations and policies and see if any were inconsistent with welcoming and embracing migrants. I don't really think anyone has a problem with embracing migrants, really, when things are done legally. Hence the reason why we were building the wall that they want to do away with now. Again, their whole point here, meaning the administration's point, is the process of naturalization, which I think is important if you go through the process, do it the right way, and come here legally. There should be a process that helps eliminate the barriers of naturalization. And they're just going on to say that they're trying to make it more accessible to the eligible individuals. Who are the eligible individuals? That's my question. Who is eligible in their minds when they want to do away with the wall, border walls and they want to let anybody in here? How is that America first? That's why I used this story right after the, uh, the previous one. They want to do away with partisanship. They want to work together as long as it's in their favor. What is their gain in this? Flood the country with tiny Democrats? I don't, I don't know. But that certainly seems plausible. Anyway, I said in, the, in a podcast, a few podcasts back, that I'm just going to continually get on this microphone and talk about the hypocrisy. And here you go. You got to wonder and ask, you got to ask the question, who really is running the show? I mean, you cannot believe for a second that the person that we call president now is in control. And I mean no disrespect, but his faculties are just a bit off. I mean, please tell me you've seen recently, 
his his plunder when it came to the rural areas and the people who don't know how to use computers. Number one, it took him about five minutes to say a sentence. And then it was the worst sentence possible to use in that context. But listen, the title uh, essentially of this, of this podcast is, is the American people being put first? Maybe in their minds, this administration, maybe in their minds, America is being put first, but according to the agenda and according to the plan of their fundamental transformation of it. I mentioned that word in the last podcast. Very important wording right there. Fundamental transformation. And it's a very slow trickle that's speeding up exponentially. And why has this happened? Because we've allowed it to happen. I mean, one last thing on this too, and I want to make a very quick remark. Just look at these executive order orders that he's put out. Um, this administration, I should say, has put out him just signing them. Do you realize that the majority of these things have nothing to do necessarily with America, but doing away with everything that we did in the last administration that had to do with America? Listen, this Green New Deal has nothing really to do with America in and of itself. It has to do globally. Now everybody say, oh, that's all of us coming together and working together. To what end? To something that science has proven not to be the case? And also, and I've mentioned this before, when it comes to abortions, not only is it disgusting that we're funding it here, but also we're funding it globally. That's just a couple things right there that does such a disservice to what this nation was founded on. And I'm telling you right now, in the beginning of this country, these types of things would not have happened because our founding fathers wanted to protect the constitution that they just wrote and the American people in which they wrote it for. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to read you a couple of, uh, of actual quotes, one from the Declaration of Independence and also another from the great speech of Patrick Henry. But before I do that, uh, let me mention to you a couple of things. First, if you have not yet gone to the bmgnetwork.com, I implore you to do so because you're going to find some great content. Ted Flint has just put up another column under our under uh, your daily perusal, which is our which is our personal section on our website for your um, perusing your personal perusing. So if you want to check out some of those uh, some of those uh, columns, be sure to go to the bmgnetwork.com, go to read, and you'll see uh, those columns there. Which there will be many more contributors to come. But uh, right now, he just put a great piece up about Rush Limbaugh, um, who, by the way, I must mention, um, is really the reason why many of us, most of us, uh, are all doing this very thing um, in whether it's radio, podcasts, shows, uh, etc. He is a and was a legendary broadcaster who set the stage for everyone else. When such mediums were dying, he came on the scene and he built that thing up. Uh, from the ground. And he was a great advocate for America and the Constitution and the rights and freedoms of Americans. So I certainly tip my hat to to Rush Limbaugh. But yes, please go to the uh, the bmgnetwork.com and check out that great column by Ted Flint, as, as well as many others. Also, if you're looking for some um, very fascinating, interesting, and solid facts about COVID, about masks, be sure to check out the brand new podcasts by 
Kristen Coons, on her podcast entitled Set Apart with KC. Uh, and I'm sure you will be encouraged after you listen to the podcast. Give you a little spark to do, uh, to stand out and stand up in this country. Also, um, great content by Mike Hansen on Mic'd Up with Mike Hansen. You can check it out there as well. And as I mentioned, Ted Flint, go to uh, thebmgnetwork.com and check out the Pac-Man podcast, which stands for Patriotic American Citizen. And again, that's the Pac-Man podcast. And if you haven't checked out the Ken and Mike show, uh, be sure and go to the Ken and Mike show on Facebook because all of our live videos that have, well, they were live, um, all of our live videos there are for your perusing as well. You're going to want to check those out. We just had a great interview with Sam Sorbo, um, who is a, a great American citizen and an inspiration uh, about her new book, Words for Warriors, which if you haven't gotten a copy of that book, be sure that you do. You can go to Amazon.com and check out uh, her book and then order it, please, for you and a friend. And please join us every Tuesday for The Ken and Mike Show, which is live at 6 p.m. every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we take your questions and comments live on the air, and you can chime in and give uh, your voice to the world so that people can hear your opinion and your take on things, which we'd love to hear as well. So again, you can check it all out at the bmgnetwork.com. Now, without further ado, I want to read some, some things from the Declaration of Independence, which I'm sure you've heard before, but let me make it clear so you can hear it in the way that it should be spoken and not flubbed up by a certain somebody uh, some months ago. Um, Remember this quote, and I know you do. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form, this is the important part, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. I can just stop there. Now, this is right after a war, which thankfully they won, declaring their independence, saying, listen, if you, King George, you mess with us, you know, in our 13 colonies, our United States, we're not going to mess around. We're going to come together and make sure we push you right back over that ocean. Now, when I read these words, I think to myself, how in the world could we ever do that now? And I'm not talking about war. But don't you ever say to yourself, man, when you look at the government, when you look at Washington, when you look at everything that's going on with that, when you look at Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the rest of them, do you really believe they're speaking on your behalf? And do you ever question where in the world do they get their finances from? Now you'll say, yes, it's from us, from our tax, you know, that we pay in the system, but their salaries aren't as big. They are, they're big, but they're not as big as you think. Yet there's some kickbacks and some opportunities opportunities that they have to make more somehow when they have these mansions and they have everything they want to have. They can take a break and go to Honolulu and enjoy a a, a thousand dollar a night hotel room and do whatever they want to do. And then come back and tell us 
that they need more money. For example, Nancy Pelosi said that recently. You know, to open up these schools, it's 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 going to take after she you know moved her hands five thousand times. Uh, it's going to take some money. Of course, everything takes money, just like you do, Nancy. However, I got a great idea. An idea would be, why don't we just lower the salaries a little bit of those in office, such as Nancy Pelosi and all of her colleagues? Maybe if we take some of their salaries and put it towards education, that might be a great benefit. Kill two birds with one stone. But that's just my suggestion. But this machine we call government has gotten so big, so out of control, and we had a person in office, the predecessor of Joe Biden, coming against big government. That's why so many people loved him and still do. So now I want to read something from Patrick Henry. Now you all know the very last statement that he made, give me liberty or give me death. Within this amazing, and you should read it if you have a chance, Patrick Henry, when he delivered his rousing speech to encourage the colony of Virginia to send troops to fight in the Revolutionary War. Um, by the way, he was successful, obviously, um, because it was an amazing speech, and it did rile them up and it helped them and to you know to propel them to go and, and fight this thing. But one of the things that stood out in this speech to me, uh, among many things, was that he said this: "Should I keep back my opinions at such a time through a fear of giving offense?" I should consider myself as guilty of treason towards my country and of an act of disloyalty toward the majesty of heaven, which I revere above all earthly things, which many of our founding fathers did, by the way, despite what you hear from anyone else. Whenever they were consulted, whenever they talked amongst each other, when they wrote the Constitution, when they wrote the Declaration of Independence, well, you know, thank you, Thomas Jefferson, they did so by looking to their creator, our creator, God. They didn't pull it out of thin air. They knew that wisdom wasn't from this earth. But did you hear the words of Patrick Henry? This is why we have to, and we've heard it from many people now, like Tulsi Gabbard, like Sam Sorbo, just on our show the other day, we have to not shut up. And we must not fear this big machine, no matter what they try to do. And they do some really ugly things to shut people up. And it's very apparent lately. And, you know, you could be a naysayer if you want to be, but I'll tell you, the evidence is quite clear if you actually look. But I encourage you, do not, do not shut up. Let's speak out against these atrocities and let's tell it like it is. And yes, some of these memes, by the way, on Facebook are hilarious. But that's not the way we're always going to do it. We have to really get involved. We have to get involved Unfortunately, whether you like it or not, in the political system, in politics, show up at these meetings, not in a fearful way, but go there and question, ask questions, ask them, why should I allow you to represent me? Because I'll tell you right now, even on a local level, most of these people, they don't have the same value system that I do. And yet they're speaking on our behalf. And quite frankly, that's not okay. But listen, Obviously, this was a pretty kind of serious uh, podcast. Uh, I try to make it fun sometimes. I haven't recently. There's been too many, too many serious things going on. Uh, but let me just throw out a couple of things for you. Um, kind of a, a side note. This makes me kind of happy. About half of Republicans would drop GOP if Trump created a new party. That's interesting uh, and not surprising. I think it's a great idea, but I think it should have happened a long time ago. You know, third party, party has never worked. 
because it, sometimes it, some people don't agree with this, but to me it seems as if we kind of kick out the person uh, best suited for the office, meaning um, if there's a Republican versus Democrat, a third party comes in and takes away votes from that from that Republican, um, which seems to happen. Um, but would this third party with Trump running uh, have a shot? I, don't, I, don't, I think it would. And many people say this. We feel, this is a quote that I'm reading from a news article, uh, we feel like Republicans don't fight enough for us. And we all see Donald Trump fighting for us as hard as he can every single day. This is a small business owner uh, who said this, who wasn't identified, probably didn't want to be identified. But then you have establishment Republicans who just agree with establishment Democrats and everything, and they don't ever push back. Well, I just read you just very small quotes from our Declaration of Independence and from Patrick Henry. There are so many more that I'll bring to the table as well in other podcasts, but I encourage you to go read some of these things because it'll, it'll really be a benefit to you. It'll fire you up to realize that this is your country. And if you don't like what's happening in our country, then we must stand up and speak out against it and get involved. But there are so many other articles I want to get to. Couldn't. Uh, time is flying by. Uh, this is a longer podcast than usual. Um, not a big deal, but it's great to be with you as always. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, make sure you go to the bmgnetwork.com. Go to the Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please, you can. I'd love to hear... Uh, what you think about anything I said. You can disagree with me if you want to. I'd, I'd love it. Love to have your feedback. Questions, comments, questions for any of my colleagues, you can go to the bmgnetwork.com and contact us there. One of us will get back to you. You can see it right there on our contact page. But you can email me directly at kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. That's kburns, K-B-U-R-N-S, at the bmgnetwork.com. And also go to the BMG Network on Facebook. Like us, follow us. I appreciate your listenership. Um, listen, folks, together, just like the Bible says, a two to three stranded cord is not easily broken. When we stand together, there's power in that. So let's stand together and let's speak out together. And again, don't forget to check out all of my buddies on the bmgnetwork.com. Set apart with KC, the Pac-Man podcast with Ted Flint, mic'd up with Mike Hansen, and the Ken and Mike show which is live every Tuesday. And by the way, I'll make mention very shortly, uh, we're all going to be doing these uh, quote-unquote podcasts, not live always, but uh, it's going to become video on our new channel. So um, when that happens, I will let you know, and we'll have a lot of fun. But until then, God bless you guys. Keep your head up, and don't forget that you've got a God that's watching over you. Catch you on the next show. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. Check out more episodes of The Ken Burns Show at buzzsprout.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. <laughs>